Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and objectionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice by a licensed therapist. Listener discretion is advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Welcome to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. This is Rebecca, your host. And uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you and welcome back for another episode. We're going to hear a story today about Miranda. Before we get to that, though, I want to say thank you to you all for tuning in and thank you to um, all of my new Patreon subscribers. You have no idea how much I truly appreciate this. Um, If you haven't subscribed to Patreon, uh, you are missing out because you are getting extra stories, um, information that's a little bit different than what you get on the regular feed. Um, And you can go to my website, which is um, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and you can sign up there. One thing that I've noticed though, is that I have been getting... um, a lot of friend requests on Facebook and on the Raw Truth page. And stories that I have been receiving, actually, the majority of them are coming from men. So it's not necessarily about their wives cheating, but their own stories of infidelity. And also, I've noticed several men have been wanting to join the private group, which is stories of female infidelity on Facebook. And I'll ask them, of course, why they want to join. And a lot of them simply say, I just really have no other place to turn. And other groups on Facebook are really judgmental. And I just want to have a place where I know I can talk freely and not be judged. And that is the goal of all of this. However, the original uh, point of this was regarding females and when they cheat, what they go through, how they feel, or how, you know, their spouse or partner feels. So this is really opening up a whole new side of things. So if you have a story you'd like to share, of course, um, send me an email, you can email me directly through the website or to Rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. What happens when a woman cheats on her spouse or partner? As with any form of infidelity, there is always pain, sadness, and collateral damage. We've listened to many stories of women sharing their own infidelity. But what does the husband or betrayed partner go through? My wife and I were together for 19 and a half years. We married on November 24, 2001. Six months later, during the same two-week period that we were creating our youngest son, She had an affair with one guy three different times. 
She said it was because I wasn't telling her she was beautiful often enough, and it was someone that she had known before we had even been dating and was attracted to him, but she had never had the chance to sleep with him. She didn't tell me about this for a year and a half, and she also told me that she had been with 21 men prior to us meeting. To hear the full story and more stories about the betrayed partner's side of the affair, or being the other woman or other man, subscribe to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelities Patreon. With a $3 a month pledge, you will have access to these bonus episodes, plus have early access to regularly released episodes. Visit rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link to subscribe today. So I'm going to read an article that I found um, interesting. It was published on a website called gleden.com. That's G-L-E-E-D-E-N.com. And of course, I will have that link in my podcast episode notes. Um, But it was put out in December, December 15th of 2016, entitled 68% of cheating women choose younger lovers. And it was a Gleden online survey that was conducted from December 5th to December 12th of 2016 on 11,058 female members. So based on that is where they came up with this information. So it says, after a certain age, men have the unfortunate reputation of being sexually interested in younger women only, whether it's the physical attraction, the forbidden fantasy, the promise of kinkier sex, or just because it boosts their self-confidence, there are plenty of reasons for that. According to the latest study released by Gleden, Europe's leading extramarital dating website with over 3.2 million members, however, it is not only men who are interested in younger partners. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Madonna, Demi Moore, Sharon Stone. Many women have been rejuvenated in the arms of a younger man. Celebrities are far from being the only ones to treat themselves in this way. According to a recent study in France by INSEE, the National Institute of Statistics and Economic Studies, couples where the man is younger than the woman are actually becoming more and more common 16% in the 2000s compared with just 10% in the 1960s. Married woman looking for a younger lover. How common is this trend among married women? To find out, Gleden surveyed its female members. Over 11,000 women answered the survey and the result was conclusive. 68% prefer younger lovers. The secret to a satisfied libido. The number one reason for married women choosing younger lovers is, unsurprisingly, sexual fulfillment. Indeed, 41% said that they felt more satisfied in the arms of a man a few years younger because they have more energy and perform better sexually. 29% of the women said that they feel more attractive with a younger man, 16% of them said that it boosts their ego and helps them to regain their self-confidence. Finally, 11% said that they simply find men their age less attractive. And C. Valavie, 
47, Gleden member said, My marriage is going well, and I'm still in love with my husband. But I'm not getting any younger, and having adventures with younger men helps me to feel beautiful and boost my femininity. I'm satisfied sexually, and I have a smile on my face. This state of mind has a positive effect, including on my official relationship, so why miss out on it? 34. The perfect age for a lover, according to a married woman. Sure, a younger lover, but what age exactly? By using the advanced search tool on the platform, Gleden members can find a partner who perfectly matches their tastes and preferences. As such, it was possible to analyze the searches by, quote, age, unquote, to find the most in-demand age among married women. They decided that the perfect lover is 34 years old. Furthermore, women would be making a mistake if they missed out on this chance of rejuvenation. Having an active and fulfilling sex life could help people look up to seven years younger. That was enough to convince more than one woman. Maya Mazaret, author, columnist, and Gleden, quote, sexpert, end quote, said this about the survey. The question is not so much why women choose younger lovers. Their survey responses are perfectly understandable and legitimate, but why they marry older men? What we can see here is a divide between domesticity and pleasure. In our day-to-day lives, we want stability. We follow the rules and we want to feel comfortable. However, when you take sex out of the equation of marriage, people's attitudes become more hedonistic and their desires become more carnal and more physical, each to their own. This is Miranda's story. I've been with my husband for seven years, married for four. He is nine years older than me and in the military. We met and fell in love pretty fast. I was never the kind of girl to believe in love or marriage, as thanks to my parents' extremely messy divorce when I was just eight years old, I swore I'd never fall in love. My dad cheated on my mom multiple times, but she stayed and then she cheated on him and he lost it totally fell apart and had a breakdown with only little eight-year-old me to keep him together. I saw a lot of shit I should never have. My view of relationships was always skewed since then, but one thing I was steadfast on was I would never cheat, nor would I put up with cheating. I had a few relationships in my teens and early 20s, but they were always about sex. My friends would joke I was a wrecking ball. I'd seek men out for sex, could have anyone I wanted, and then would leave them. Truth was, I always wanted more, but was scared. Until I met my husband. The first time he cheated was six months before our wedding. I was devastated. He lied in the face of a cold, hard text message evidence, and I just buried it and went ahead with the wedding. Pretended it never happened, 
but I was obsessed with checking his phone and emails. It wasn't long till I caught him again. This time it was prostitutes. I was crushed. I tried to take my life. It didn't work. Still, I stayed. Because I didn't think anyone else could love me. Because I loved him so deeply and I didn't want our little girl to grow up like I did. Our sex life was basically non-existent and I was always coming on to him and getting shot down. The third time I caught him, he left a hotel bill in his pocket. It was like he wanted to be caught. He was so sloppy. I confronted him and his fist connected with my face. My life changed in that instant. My heart turned off. I was dead inside. But why couldn't I leave? We did therapy and I asked for a separation. He didn't want that. Didn't want to lose me, he claimed. He deployed for six months. I slept with 10 men while he was gone. All without protection. How I didn't catch something, I don't know. Sometimes we filmed it or took pictures. Many times I've thought about sending them to my husband so he could feel a little of the pain that he had caused me. Yet, on the other hand, I'm still not ready to give up on my marriage. I seem to seek out men in the military, people he knows, better men than him, men he wishes he could be. I want to destroy him like he has destroyed me. I don't recognize the woman I've become. The woman who said she would never let a man put his hands on her. A woman who said she would never be unfaithful because she saw what it did to people, to families, to children. I didn't want my baby growing up in a broken home like I did, so I stayed. But everything I built myself upon, my strong morals, all gone with one punch. Then I met him. His name was Tom, 21 years old, a professional football player, the type of guy I used to go for before my husband. Perfect body, perfect face, perfect cock. I couldn't believe he was interested in me. It was just meant to be a hookup. And the first time it was. Oddly, he was quite sexually inexperienced, yet someone so attractive. I totally misjudged him. I thought he would have chicks falling at his feet, which he does, but doesn't indulge. We see each other when he is here visiting his family. It's not as often as I'd like, but when I'm with him, I feel alive. I feel young again. I don't feel 30 with a husband who doesn't want me sexually, but won't let me go, who I am afraid to leave because I don't know how to stand alone. Things were casual at first. The sex was phenomenal. Each time he would pick me up in his car and we'd drive to hotel, he would be hard before I even touched him. I would slip into the passenger seat and I could see he would already be erect through his sweats. He couldn't get enough of me and it made me feel alive and attractive again. Then Tom got a potentially career-ending injury. 
Being a doctor, he came to me with his fears. What started out as just sex became him leaning on me emotionally for several weeks. Day and night, I'd be on the end of the phone for him. Nothing was too much trouble. I found myself caring way too much about him, finding any excuse to talk to him. Then it happened. My baby girl died. Out of the blue, she just died. I couldn't help her, couldn't save her. My beautiful girl was gone and I fell apart. I've been numbing the pain with pills and Tom. Sneaking out of my house at all hours to fuck him, not caring if I get caught. Because when I'm with him, I'm someone else. Not the beaten wife, not the mother of a dead child, not the 30-year-old whose life is in ruins. But he wants more. We argue constantly. He wants me to leave my husband, but realistically, he is 21 years old. I'm a 30-year-old with a dead child and a shit ton of other emotional baggage. It would never work. Also, since we lost our girl, my husband and I have been kinder to each other. There have been glimmers of what we had again, but I can't give up on Tom. Not yet. I'm not ready. I can feel him slipping away too. I know this will all blow up in my face one way or another. It can't go on like this. Oh, Miranda, I am so sorry for the loss of your child. I can't even imagine what you must be going through. And I just don't even know what words I can say. But continue being strong and keep your chin up to the sun and hopefully as time goes on you will heal from all of this and you'll be able to make the decision that's best for you and what you need thank you again for all tuning in for this episode about Miranda like I mentioned before, if you have a story you would like to share about your own infidelity in your relationship, if you had cheated on your husband or partner, and you would like to submit it, just shoot me an email to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. As always, you will be anonymous. There will be a new episode coming soon on Patreon. It's entitled Candice. And I recommend everybody tune in. So if you haven't subscribed, go to my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon option and get signed up. You won't want to miss this. But until next time, have a great day. And remember, no judgment. Goodbye. The secret to satisfied lib. <laughs> Love.